minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Hey everybody, this is Martins, the host of the show, and I'm listening to the Never Walk Alone podcast. The show made for all Liverpool fans to discuss the in depth analysis of every game, the results, fixtures, injuries, transfers, and so on. We like to know what fellow fans have to say about our games. Listen to this podcast and stay with us. Welcome back to another episode of the Never Alone podcast. Happy New Month to you guys. Today I'm with three guests. Remy Daniel, David Rusty, and Stephen. Welcome, guys. So, um, since this is the first episode of this month, we'll be going back to the game against Manchester City at Etihad, where we we got a draw. We drew um, mass, my master at home, all thanks to Trent Alexander-Arnold's equalizer. And since then, Arnold has been in fine form. So, um, David. And what do you feel about the about the game, the overall game? How do you see the performances of, of the players against Man City? I know it's been long, but I feel like against Man City. Thank you. Yes. I love the mentality of these guys. You get like going to Etihad, getting the points from them, and man, that's just and Arnold. Arnold is just is just crazy. The guy the guy blows my mind every single time. Yeah, I, I get it. We we all we all amazed because no one saw the goal coming. It was out of the out of the blues. The Salah assist, then the shots. It was just out of nowhere. So uh, Remy, Remy, um, how do you feel about Alice in that day? Because if you watch the game, remember Alice was making some mistakes. And they could have scored earlier from his mistake, where, which Foden got a shot of targets from. How do you feel about Alisson? And just after that game, he, he had an injury that, that took him out for, for two weeks. And now he's back yeah. to us. Thank, thank, thank God he's back to us. How do you feel about him in that game? Were you, were you confident? Or do you think it was part of the reason why we were not that good against Master playing from the back? That game was just to remind us to every Liverpool fan out there that he's still human. He still has flesh and blood. Like every single one of us. So we shouldn't expect him to be perfect all the time. Because let's be real with ourselves. He is almost perfect every single time. So that is really nothing to worry about. It happens. Just feels like he's human. And of course, going out from the back, it's not safe. The Master City game was the, was the first time we were trying that, or was the first time we were doing that. I think aside from Man City, or maybe Arsenal, I don't think any. Any other team in England plays that kind of football to the level we play it. So it's something we're really good at. So and uh a beat against Manchester City doesn't change that. That's for Harrison. As far as I'm concerned, it's still Harrison. That's just a beach. It doesn't happen all the time. It should take a long, long while before such happens again. And when it happens again, it's just going to feel that like Alison is doing our natural. Yeah, Simi Kaz is just, bro, bro, like, for our backup left back, for a backup left back, the guy is, 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 is just proving everybody wrong. Like, nobody expected him to just, like, stand up and, you know, take up that Robertson role and play it perfectly. Yeah, and against that, uh, against Man City, 
Bro, I think he won about three out of I mean he won about six duels or so against Foden. Bro, that's crazy numbers. That's that's crazy numbers. From a backup uh, uh left back, not even a first team player, a backup left back putting up those numbers. And I uh after that match, after those matches, like the matches after that, he has been he has been just great. He rarely puts a foot wrong. Yeah, defensively he's there, you know. Although his attacking play is not, is um, not, you know, he's not, he's not the best in the world. Let me put it like that. His attacking play is not the best in the world, but you know he's there. I don't know why you know, uh, Liverpool fans usually skip that guy a lot. You know he's not robusting. He can. He's not. Uh, um, was was he called? Was I don't know any other left back I can I can mention. He's him. He's him. And he has been playing his game and you know playing his game very well. Thursday we went on to play Lask. We went on to play Lask in the Europa League. We won four new with um, Luis Diaz scoring, Salah scoring, Gapo scoring. It was like a it was it was a good game. It was at home, so it was. More of a good game, and we won cleanly. Did get like it was a very good game. It was a um, grabbing badge, Elliot uh, midfield that got us the win. And I'm I'm putting down to to Remy. This grabbing back has been is injured now, but then he has been a great shift and a good addition to us. How do you feel about him? Is 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 signing and his um, involvement in the squad grabbing back? So my honest opinion on grabbing back is that. In terms of natural abilities and talent, he's up there with the very best. When you're talking about young midfielders, you know, we all saw him from Ajax. When he was at Ajax Amsterdam, it was it was really really highly rated. He was in our faces even before Beliam blew up. So he has always been there right from the start of his career. So talent and ability is there. But my problem with him is just. His tactical adaptive, uh, how he how how he adapts tactically to the game. That is where my problem is. I feel his game sometimes he's a he's a player. He's the kind of midfielder who likes to take on his man. We've seen glimpses of that. We've seen how good and we've seen how that can help his team. Like the equalizing goal against Manchester City, he took on Rodri in the center of the pitch, go past him, and open up space for Dyer for Luis Diaz. Yeah, we've seen he can beat his man one on one, but sometimes that isn't what you need from a midfielder. Sometimes you just have to calm down, just recycle possession. The things the likes of someone like Curtis Jones is very good at in between. Like you don't have to rush it all the time. You don't have to take the game by the scruff of the neck all the time. Just calm down. Bring others into play. You don't have to run into dead alleys every single time. That is the only problem I have with him. I think that is something he's young enough, so it is something he can iron out on his own. So he can iron out in the course of his career. And there's no better manager to do that than that. He's not that Jalen Clark, someone who knew who can train, who can groom talent. So I'm really expecting a whole lot from him. In terms of his natural abilities and talent, I have I have no question. Just the tactical side of his game. With every other every other aspect of his game. He's perfect. His temperament. He doesn't just. He doesn't get angry easily. 
doesn't doesn't run into opponents, he doesn't fight. His temperament is really okay. Physically, he's good. He's six foot two, twenty. So that is a is a tall guy. He's a big guy. So he doesn't really get easily bullied. And for his height, for his size, you know, for tall footballers, you expect them to have a most of the tall footballers. You know, their first touch is not really is not really on the high side. The level the level is really low. Can't talk about their first touch, their technical ability. But then for someone like Zapata, he's tall and yes. The ball kind of sticks to his foot. Like he doesn't, he doesn't lose the ball anyhow. So that is that, that is really that goes to show the kind of talent he has. It's just because his tactical ability, adaptability. If you can iron that, uh, that iron that out, he's on his way to being becoming one of the best players in the world. So hopefully, hopefully injury allows enjoy him because I feel like this injury has. I think it's one of the reasons, yeah, Bayern released him to us because he's still young and then he didn't he couldn't break into the Bayern squad. I feel that's why they allowed him go. So I, hopefully he stays fit for us and and he he he, he gives us his best. So now we we'll move to the game against Fuam. <laughs> that leads that leads trends winner against Fuam. We we played Fuam and it was more of a bad game in my opinion, because why are Fuam Scoring three against us, but then at home, but then Trent saved us and 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 won the game for us. Um, David, how, how were you feeling during the game? <laughs> we were scoring and they were take, they were scoring back and we were scoring and they were scoring back. And it took a late winner from from Trent to get us the win. You know, they brought an elite mentality to that game, but on our side, not having a DM ah again. And the pairing between Endo and Gravenberg in that game was not was not top notch. It was not. I don't know what Klopp was thinking. Maybe it was kind of an experiment or anything. But that pairing was not it. There was no you know nobody to like retain the ball. They were just cutting through our midfield like almost at will. You get. So we for us to get points from that game like. We, we we really tried. It was it's I loved I just love that mentality. And one thing we've lacked over the years is a goal scoring midfield. We've lacked we've just lacked this. And in that game, I think none of our attackers scored, if I'm correct. Right? Right, right, so, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just like banging goals, like you know, screamers. Bro, we've we we we've we've been craving for this for a very long time. We we we've, we've needed this. You get so. Uh, Macalista, Macalista scoring that worldy like kind of gave everybody. If you can, if you check the way we play ever since then, everybody has been attempting outside shots since then. Although I don't really like how we played against Man U. Well, since then we've been attempting shots, and I think that's been working. So I just love that mentality we got from that game. Like everybody, everybody was, you know, attacking. Yeah, and for Trent, Trent, like I said earlier, like I just love that boy so much. I just that boy is out of this world. Yeah, thank you. So Remy, during that game, if we could remember very well, there were some goals that were scored by by Foreman. And we all felt like Keller should have done better, right? So I'm. Um, how do how do how will you talk of Keller 
being the backup for Alison during that time, how do you how do you think um he has he has filled in for, for Alison? Yeah, that is really an interesting case. Maybe there's a bit of bias here because Keller is a game really right. And um just a few years ago, uh, last year to be precise, he literally won us the Paramount Cup and uh, we've seen him in some cup games before the season. Everyone related to Liverpool, we had an agreement that Keller is good enough to be our backup goalkeeper. Whatever has happened to him this season, maybe lack of game time, maybe he's rusty. Keller has not been himself. And in that game, I think it was a uh, maybe for one or two goals, it could have been better. So I believe Alisson was in goal. I think that first goal, I and mean, we am very sure Alisson would not have considered that goal. But then that is how we say. Now we're talking about player here. Maybe it is lack of game time. Maybe that is where, that is the problem he's having now. And maybe there's something else going on here. Probably psychologically or mentally, because he's at the age now that he should be in his prime. He's um 24, 25, 26. He's in the age bracket, so he should be in his prime. And um every 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 indication before the start of the season is that Kenya is good enough. To be a first-class goalkeeper in the decent side. So for him to still be playing back off, and uh, last summer, I think they just, he and Liverpool, they just couldn't work out a deal for him outside and field. So he had to stay. Maybe that is, maybe that is what is, uh, is messing him, is messing him up right now. Like I, again, maybe I'm mentioning talents a bit too much, but talents wise, Kera is good enough. Like he's, a, he's a really good goalkeeper. He can catch, he can play, he can punch. If he has to, he has to pull the end, the end that thing and just pull feet up. He, he, the basics are there. The basics are there for him. As a goalkeeper, he can do it all. So I think it's just, it's just it's something wrong with him psychologically. I'm expecting him to shake himself. He'll come good with it. He'll come good with it. I'll give him just full on. Not his best to be Not too bad either. We, we went on to play Sheffield United. And it was, it was more of um a congested uh, fixture because we played um during the week and uh, we played in the weekend and then we went to play during the week again against um Sheffield United. It was more of a it was more of a um boring game because we won two zero and there were no there were no much um activities there just that Sobos Lai scored, Bandai scored and McAllister picked up an injury which which um which rules him out to you now. How do you feel about how do you feel about McAllister's injury and how it has affected our team positively or negatively? We I I was disappointed from that performance. I won't lie. I won't lie to you. Although we won, we got our three our three points and stuff. But I was very disappointed in the sense that we have this problem against low block teams. I don't know. It's just our very. It's just a, It's just a problem for us over the years. Any time we're, face, we're playing a team that plays low block, we tend to have this kind of problems. Now, we should, in a game in a game we should just uh, just clean up like that. We're having our main uh, defensive midfielder out in that same game, and that McAllister injury is 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 I don't know how long. Yeah, club said it was supposed to be an ordinary. Uh, uh, open wound, but I don't know. It's it's going to 
two weeks or so also now, two, three weeks now. I don't know. I was really sad in that game. Like we did we did not play like we were supposed to. Uh-huh. And uh Zubus Lai is another player I've you know I've loved. I love not I've loved. I love in that game, but he didn't he didn't turn up. We didn't actually turn up in that game. We were just lucky to have that win. You get. So we should just we should just start performing better. And uh all thanks to our this newfound mentality we have now, like uh, uh, scoring after 80 minutes or so. We won't play anything throughout the match, then we'll now start scoring about uh 80 minutes or 90 minutes or so. I think we're going to suffer from it in the long run. But we we got our three points at the end of the day, so <laughs> it gets better. So we, we went on to play Crystal Palace and it took it took a late minute goal to also to also secure the win against Crystal Palace and Salah got his sundering goal in the Premier League. And um Elliot scored the winning goal so guys can you hear me can anyone hear me yeah 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 go on go on go on go on go on yeah yeah so um we went to play crystal palace and it took a late minute um, win to, 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 to secure the three points. Go again, um, go by Salah and, and Elliot. And Salah scored his solo primary goal, and Elliot scored the winner. And it took an used um, red card to open up the game for us. To open the game for us, rather. So, what do you guys feel about, about all these low block teams and how we found it hard to, to like, win? Because I, I couldn't see us scoring until the red card. We had two shots on goal, and we had we had two shots on target, and there were two goals. That was a very hard game for us. Low block team, and God God bear me witness, Crystal Palace is one of those teams. Crystal Palace is just is just annoying to play. Annoying, like they just you know there's this thing a, a harambo what's it called like they won't want to win and they won't want you to win. Like they will just block their post and. All thanks to that, are you red card and you know Jones and Elliot coming in, changing the game, and then we were able to get our win. Ah, bro, I can tell you that's Crystal Palace team. They are just crazy. I think they drew Man City also. Yeah, they drew Man City. Very yeah, crazy team. I won't lie to you. Yeah, you said. I said they drew Man City in the last minute of the game. Yes, exactly. They won't. They won't want to win, and they won't also want you to win. Like that's just their game. Especially now that the uh, 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 our former boss, what's his name, Roy Hudson, is now their coach. You get, and that's kind of his game. You know, play low block, carry counter attack. You know, all those kind of stuff. But like I said. So far, I'm getting my points. So far, I'm getting my points. I think I just have to support the boys. You get. So that's just how it is. So um, 
quick one we, we want to like around round of the, the episode now we went to play at um us genius and galleon and and we lost two one we lost to one it was we it was more of like a game we didn't need because we were at the top of the of the of the of the log so it was it was accept, accepted and there were no fears about the loss so we went on to play we went on to play Man United in the in the Premier League and I think that was the highlight of the whole week where we drew to uh, Man United 0-0 and we had two shots, six, eight on targets and they were all just there. How do you guys feel about the Man United game? Let's let's round this up. Thank you. I I was really disappointed. But I was really, it's not so if I underrated Manchester United, but then I was expecting them to at least get three points. I was, like, I was expecting them to get at least just get the three points against them. Yeah, if we can bash them, trash them, yeah, that would be fine. That would be really nice. But at least get the three points. And just we came in with just one point. And it's not safe. What did happen? I think it was a nice a bit of overconfidence on the side of the players. Because the the overall play of the team. Yeah, we sustained pressure, we defended really well. We played nice football. We dominated possession. We just seem to mess. We just mess everything up when things when when we get to the last line. You know, Salah overheating passes to Nunes. You know, Diaz taking the shots of Nunes. Nunes foot. Just just silly mistakes. The results like especially in the first half. Overheating just simplify their pass. Simple playing their passes in the final third. Just overheating it and playing it. Still out of still out of play. It was really it was really it was really frustrating. I was expecting us to win. Nothing more, nothing less. Manchester United had they had nothing about them. They had nothing about them. And it is really obvious it is really obvious because after the game, you can see their fans celebrating getting a great against Liverpool. And Liverpool fans treating it like a loss because that is what it felt like. It felt like we lost three points. They, they are not the kind of team we should be even we should be dropping points to now. Not Manchester United. Like they are really, they are a mess at this point and we really should have taken advantage. So you just you just have to take you just have to take it for what it is and move on. One point is not the worst thing to happen in the It's not the worst thing in the world. We move on. But we should have done better. We should have done we should have got we should have at least gotten the three points. Even if it is a one a one of the we could have gotten our three points and considering a win would have guaranteed us six points above Man City and like four points above Arsenal. It would have been like a proper proper gap considering we are playing Arsenal next in the Premier League. Now we are playing Arsenal in our home game in the Premier League next next week. And okay, let's let's move on to the game today. We played West Ham. In the um, Carabao Cup quarterfinals, and we won 5 1. Curtis Jones, man of the match performance, crazy, crazy goals. Um, Salah, Gapo, everybody were, were, were top. Kansa assisted, Konati assisted. So it was, it was, it was total, total all round play against, against West Ham. How do you guys feel about the win tonight? Yeah, great day. Like, as you can see, I'm still, you know, merry from that game. Bro, we played we played a good game and it was kind of, although it's just West Ham 
and it's just EFL, you know, but although we played our game and it's not uh, uh, a compensation for what we did in the in the uh, uh, Manu Liverpool stuff, you know, we just start parted and overconfidence just took over. We were just playing like, like a uh, 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 was it uh, like Chelsea? We were just playing uh, uh, and like, bro, that game is that game was annoying. Let's not let me just leave that part. But today we played well. My star boy is shine, and um, what's his name? Jones. That boy is just he's 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 one of our one of the most underrated player in our squad right now. Although he's having a bad time uh, in this season, he's having a bad season actually because I don't know. Uh, so after that red card against Paul's, like his form tends to like dip. All those statistics he used to average every match he doesn't get them anymore he doesn't get recoveries you know it was just passes and stuff like that so you know a lot of liverpool fans kind of turned against him kind of supportive all all those why you know like the boy has potential and i can see it you get so uh and uh this uh elliot elliot played on the wings today he was great and i think any day we don't have Mosala in our team anymore, uh, we can always look to Elliot and you know uh, 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 let him carry that that uh, uh, right that wing. Although it's going to be much of a burden for him, but he's going to perform on that wing. Yeah, the boys were awesome. We're in the semi-finals. I'm just waiting for Chelsea so I can you know <laughs> whoop them. Uh, let, me, let me break it to you now. We, we'll be facing four um, in the uh, semi finals. The draw is out. Yeah, the draw is out. Either way, I'm facing Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Either way, we'll be facing Chelsea. Or oh, 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 Middlesbrough, then. We can't, we can't rule them out. I'll be, I'll be really happy to face Middlesbrough. Wow, 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 true. True. <laughs> yeah, so um, we play, let's round this up. We play Arsenal next in the Premier League. What are you guys expecting from the game? What's your scoreline prediction? What's the squad you like to go out with? Let's round this up. Thank you. Okay, okay, Remy, you go first. Oh, okay. So let me start with my squad. Or should I say let me start with my expectation? I'm not expecting anything less than a, less than three points. Because first off, this is the top of the table clash. So if we win against them, it gives us an advantage. We drop them back, we drop them back behind us. And then we we take an, we take extra motivation from that to push us into the new year. And besides, it's a big game. So we are expected to deliver, we are expected to be at our best. But then let's not kid ourselves. This is not Arsenal 2017 or 2016. This is nice to be that They are, in as much as I hate to admit, they are really, really good. Those guys can play football, they know how to play. But then we are not slouching down either. We are Liverpool. Arsenal is not so much of a challenge for us. If we are good every day, 
like if we play to our best, if we play to our level, I think we should be getting our three points. Practically, this is going to be an interesting battle between the two managers. And then it's Anfield. You know, when it comes to the big matches, Anfield is always ready. You know, I think uh, the past couple of matches, Anfield has been a bit quiet tonight. Got complained about that, so I think the fans will be up for it. And we know the history that Pepper has with Liverpool fans at Anfield. I'm pretty sure Anfield will not forget that. And that will definitely come into play on that day. But then the players have to give the fans something, something to feel. If the players are not performing on the pitch, it will be difficult for the fans. The fans will have nothing to shout about. But then you give them something, if the players give them something to feel, then you can trust and feel for his deliver. Now to the team I am expecting. Yeah, of course, Alison and go. I think Alexander Hanna, right back, Gonati and Van Dyke. And Robertson is still out, so Smith has continues with his run as a left back. In the midfield, it's really an interesting one because, uh, as you see, with Quata Rendo, he's been, he's been good, he's in distance, he's not been bad at all. But then, most games, the games where uh, Angels found it difficult against, against teams that try to press him, so that is where you really. Uh, I think that is the main reason McAllister has been staying at the big game. Top has been using McAllister's game, even though he has a natural game, like um, Endo in the squad. Because uh, it's very difficult to press a player like McAllister. He's very press resistant. So he can, if, uh, if, uh, if an opponent is on his back, he can turn the opponent, he can pass it on time, he can just, he can do just about anything. He's very depressed over Endo. And they find it a bit difficult, so especially on the turn. When Endo has his back to the opponent, he finds it difficult to turn. So most times, it's either he takes a control, like he takes a touch. Oftentimes, it is a loose touch. Or he passes the ball back to where the ball is coming from, which often invites pressure. So Endo will really be, it will really be an interesting one. I don't know if he is going to stick with him, but then, there are many options now for Liverpool. What do you choose from? Alistair is still out. Thiago is out like forever. I don't know. That brother has no team at all. Everyone is coming back from injury. Thiago has not returned. So Thiago is still out. By, by he's, he's, he's so shameless. Very, very famous. Stefan is still out. So I think Kendo is still going to start for them. It will be really, really interesting because I know Atleta has watched some of those games and he has his eyes on his fitness, I guess I like him. You know, you know, Liverpool has a team they play through the defense, they play through the uh, defensive midfielder. So, with, uh, with Endo in that position, with his struggles, the way he struggles now, when, he, when he's back, when his back is turned against his opponents, it will be really be interesting to see. It will be difficult for Liverpool. That would be a very problem. That is a problem position for Liverpool. So, uh, I don't know how Klopp is going to deal with that, but it's his job. All that said and done, there are not many options on the bench or anything in the squad right now. So Endo is still stuck. Endo as a DM and will be flanked by him. Needs almost lie on the right, positions on the other side. I think that midfield has uh, offers better balance than uh, the midfield we saw against Manchester United. That is uh, Endo, Brian Bag as almost like. Because it just brings more balance to the team. And there's this maturity in the play. 
something like think I, I something I said earlier regarding Gavimbak Lab stuff. I think consistency starts with my abundance. So that is the main tool for me in attack. Of course, my style on the right for me, Luis Diaz on the left. Yes. I'm still going to stick with Luis Diaz on the left. And then that will be down to me. That's the I'm going with. As far as I'm concerned, that is still our best attack for now. Not even still. Even when everyone is fit, I feel that is Liverpool's best attack. That is Liverpool's best attacking lineup. For now. I, as far as the squad, as far as the squad is concerned, that is the best we can offer right now. And then, I don't think there are many better uh, attacking lineups in the world. So, Alison Ingo, and Alexander Arnold, Ibrahim Akodati, Vegas Van Dyke, Costas, Nikas, Endo, Endo Wataru, the next level slide, Cossie Skills, Mohamed Salah, Dan Renumez, Luis Diaz. That is my team. Of course, they're going to be the manager. What will be your, like, your, your scoreline prediction for the game? Oh? If the boys turn up, if they play to their, they play to their own standards, if they play to their own level, if they play one victory. Three one victory, right? All right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we, 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 we do that. Yeah, in Daniel, let's go with that. So about, about my lineup, like I won't do more. I will go with the same defense line and uh, midfield with Remy Daniel, but you see the attack line, I kind of think. Nunes will be unlocked more on the flank. You know, Nunes offers more in defensively uh, and uh, he creates whenever he's on that on that left wing. Yeah, and I think we don't need we don't need Diaz in that match. Like a player that we already have a ball retainer Jones behind the left winger. We don't need that flank to be, you know, too uh too sloppy. You get Diaz is a, is a ball retainer as well, like he holds on the ball too much. So we kind of need somebody that you know will be fast, you know, in creating chances, in taking shots and stuff like that. So I think my front line will be uh, Luis Diaz on the left wing, Kudigaku uh, at uh, the central position, and uh, Salah on the left on the right wing. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll be able to do more damage with that kind of attack. Then maybe, you know, Diaz coming in uh, 70 minutes to give us one of those, his, you know, head, header. Because guys, is actually very good in the air. Like, I've not seen a, a better left winger that's good in the air as Diaz as of recent. You know, the guy is really, is really that good. And I think coming off from the bench is, is, is a very great thing. And uh, my score prediction, hmm. I can't, I can't say three zero because you know I'm, I'm sure Arsenal is going to score because they are a good team as well. Like they, their attack is coordinated. You know, Ateta is really doing a good job lately. Like, kind of reminds me of uh, uh, 20, 2018, 2019 club. You know, Gabriel Jesus as the Femino, Saka as the Salah, and the. Uh, no, I can't say I can't see Martinelli as the money because it does not really do much. <laughs> so, for my score line, I think I'm going to go with um, three one. Three one is a very good score line. So I think we're going to win that game because you know after all it's Anfield, you know one of the best stadium in the world. So we are good. 
Right. Hopefully, hopefully we get to win that. I I can't really wait for for the game against Arsenal. I really can't wait. So thank you guys for coming on this episode. I really appreciate your time. And don't yeah, forget yeah. To, to follow the Never Walk Alone podcast on Twitter. There's this um, December challenge going on. You can just always go to the account on Twitter and quote your, your favorite stuff on there. We are, we are on day 20 today. So tomorrow, day 21, we go again. So thank you guys for, for coming on this episode. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, bro. to the very end please don't forget to share subscribe and listen and don't forget to rate our podcast on every podcast listen app you use you never work alone thank you